Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me as always... It's cater. It's been just oh a my god cavalcade of ignorance to try and get this episode started. I think we've started this about three different times. I knocked over the coffee. I freely admit, before he rats me out, I knocked over. I hit my knee against the table and spilled cafe con leche all over the freaking place. Both of them. Yeah, both I, of them. I, I, well, they were both full, so unfortunately, not anymore. No, no. Now it looks like we've been sipping. For exactly. A bit, yes. Anyway, so guys, we are coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, currently located inside King Corona off Seventh Avenue in Ebor City in beautiful Tampa. Yes. Surprise! We're down, we're down in Tampa. We are. Some of you guessed it. I yeah, mean, actually, some people did. I don't know how you didn't, considering Gator was telegraphing it for the last, like, three or four episodes. He was so bad at me. I mean, you're like, we want to make it a surprise. We want to make it a surprise. And then you, like, just totally are, like, every time Tampa's mentioned, you're grinning at the camera or making some sort of reference or, Gator you was know, so whatever. Excited. It's just goofy. Anyway, so today we're chilling. By the, by the way, I want to point out that if you're watching this on the uh, YouTubes, you get a real tight shot of our face because our good buddy Trey Mac, yeah, yeah, over we, at Jerry, Trey Mac uh, gave us some YouTube tips, and he told us that you know we need to be closer. So and now this requires so we're, we're Nick's leg to touch mine, and my, I don't like my it. My knee is okay, just ever so slightly. He seems a little it's happy not, about it. It's I'm bothersome. Really not. Yeah. Like I like the distance, but yes, yeah, but I yeah. but I freely I see what he's talking about in the shot though. Well, yeah, I mean, I get that, but again, we have we're touching, and it's bothersome. Okay, I mean, we have a really nice humidor behind us, though. Yes, so we're sitting in the little area here, surrounded by the humidors uh, here at King Corona. We so commandeered a so table. Yeah, so behind us, there, I believe you see the Fuente selection. Yes, J.C. Newman is. Right next to right it. next to it, and so that's convenient considering <clears throat> today yes. we're going to be smoking a variety from both Fuente and J.C. Newman. Yep, I have the Arturo Fuente Reserva Don Carlos in the pre, uh, Presidente, Presid, uh, Presidente size. Okay, yes. had to yeah. had to check my cellophane to see. Let me look here. Oh my gosh, Jeff already took his out of the cellophane. Yes. Well, I didn't want to be obnoxious. I'm doing the uh, <laughs> Diamond Crown number five natural. All right then. So. I guess we can go ahead and give these guys a cut and light. And I can. Get moving. So, I think that's what we do. So the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there, you know, he uh, he wants to be your brick and mortar guy. He wants to be your connection to the cigar industry. And uh, it doesn't take much to make that happen, guys. You just get, you got to build the relationship. Exactly. But, but, but that all starts if you're not in the St. Louis area. If you're in the St. Louis area, just go on by and say hi. I mean, that's like the easiest yeah. thing possibly you could do. But if you're not in the St. Louis area, all it takes is just giving the guy a call and just starting the relationship. Maybe, you know, you buy exclusively online. Maybe you're an online purchaser because maybe you don't have a brick and mortar near you. Dan can be that brick and mortar. And by doing so, by calling him up, placing an order, buying some singles, because he, he does these, I mean, you can order whatever you want from him. You can order singles, you can order boxes, you can order yep. gift packs. He's got all kinds of stuff. But by doing that, 
that develops that relationship to where then when like an exclusive cigar is coming out and you want to get your hands on it, you can give him a call and be like, hey, Dan, are you guys getting in the Yagua from J.C. Newman? And he's like, hey, we are. Yep. And, you know, you guys now Yager have. Is it or Agua? I'm, I'm lost on the pronunciation. I've heard it both ways. Whatever. I just say Yagua. Yagua. I mean, whatever. I say Yagua. I'm probably wrong. I mean, I think that's probably the, like, you know, the European white man of saying it. Whatever. I've said it. I've said it always. Okay. Like, all different ways. Yeah. So, whatever. Okay. Anyway, the point is, you can give Dan a call, and you can, I mean, you know, put a bug in his ear. Like, hey, I want that. And, yeah. you know, that's a valuable thing and to be able to do. he'll be on the hunt for you. Exactly. Yeah. It's a valuable thing to have the ability to do. So, you're going to want to get that relationship going. And Dan's a super nice guy, so let's be real. If you're going to build a relationship with somebody in the cigar industry, why not with a nice guy like Dan? Well, and let's be honest. If you're down in Tampa like we are right now, yeah. you can have a relationship with 30 different retailers within about a 20-block radius. Exactly. I mean, they're just all over down here. Exactly. Can't swing a dead cat, or in this case, a chicken, since it's Seaport City. Lots of chickens. Without hitting a cigar store. But a lot of places around the country don't have that. So and if so, you don't have a brick and mortar, let Dan be yours. Exactly. So that's Dan Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. <laughs> it was a significantly weaker cutting noise because if you notice, guys, I do not have my typical Calibri SV cutter. I, um, uh, Given the fact that we're traveling and everything, I, I didn't bring it with me. I want to point something out. Oh, God, you're going to do this that cutter, stupid thing. Anyway, this cutter, so I by brought, the way. I brought my uh, uh, Zycar XO cutter. This is the Iron Man logo when you do this. And you've just blinded right everybody. <laughs> anyway, moron. Anyway, <laughs> so I have my Zycar XO cutter, and it has a significantly weaker cut noise. Yep. And Jeff, he just doesn't even have a cutter. fix that in post. No, I actually have one in my bag over here, but oh, okay. uh, I'm not going to dig for it on camera. So, Anyway, give that guy. Oh, God. Cap just went everywhere there. Here you go. Yeah, you'll have that. <laughs> I'm, oh, nearly. I nearly bombed you with the cutter there. Oh, no, but I knew what I was doing. Uh, anyway. I like how I have the big, like, essentially Churchill-sized cigar. And I bombed myself with Jeff's, the cutter. And Jeff's got the little baby. Oh. Ooh, I almost did it again. You almost knocked the coffee over this time. By the way, guys, here. Nick, cheers. Yes. Over the board. This is probably yeah, maybe, a horrible idea. Maybe don't do it directly over the board. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoying that. Mm. Oh, my God. That's good. Have a Hone, Jay, from King Corona. Living, living large in New right? City, guys. And it's, a, it's a fabulous This thing. was hard to keep a secret. I mean, obviously, I really didn't. Mm-mm. But we, we attempted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's see what you're getting on your uh, Fuente. Coffee. <laughs> Mine tastes like coffee, coffee con leche. I was gonna say coffee con leche because it got drowned in it while ago. <laughs> oh, did you get some on it? Mine was at least in the cellophane. So no, you know. I had taken mine out as to not be obnoxious. I see. Well, and look go. and look at what it got me. No good deed, man. No good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> mine is still in the cellophane. Um, there's a slight like hmm, kind of earthy component to yeah. mine. And guys, not it's to good. rub it in. We just got done having Cuban sandwiches. Indeed. Yeah. And, and plantain chips. Yeah, you I love like the, the plantain chips. I do. I like the plantain chips. It's a it's a much it's a good side. It's a really good side item. 
Oh, Diamond my. Crown. So I'm giving mine a light here. And, I'm getting uh, a little uh, almost cranberry flavor on the uh, cold retro. I didn't get anything on the just the cold draw. Yeah, that's weird. Cranberry on the cold retro. Interesting. Like dried cranberries. So yeah, so guys, we've kind of we've been down here now um, since yesterday. So we're recording this on uh, our first day down here, first full day down here. Yep. And um, so we got in last night and pretty much just went straight to the hotel, Hotel Alba. We uh, it's become our go-to. It has become our go-to because you know what? They treat you nice. They have a really nice little outdoor area by the pool. Yes. Um, they don't mind the cigars. And Fire pit, out there. little Fire outside pit. bar. Yeah. Perfect. And and you know it's a nice. It's a reasonably priced hotel, and but it feels very like upscale, you know. The thing I like about Tampa is it feels like you're, and I guess we kind of are, but it feels like you're in the Caribbean. It feels like Little Havana here. I mean, we're not really in the Caribbean, but yeah, we're, ish. this is borderline Caribbean ish. Oh, I mean, the Buccaneers, for the uh, love of God, it's true, it's yeah. true. But um. Anyway, so we got into town and kind of relaxed a little bit and had cigars last night. And then today, got up and had breakfast and went over. And uh, we did hit uh, the Cigar International we did. Mega, mega Store because, um, you know, as I pointed out, we're traveling. So we uh, were low on supplies. So we had to go and pick up some butane and, um, you know, lighters. I grabbed, I grabbed that little uh, $3 cutter that I've got in there precisely. that I forgot to dig out before we got on the air. Kind of, you know. But TSA is real weird about you bringing lighters and cutters with they you. They are. Um, but uh, but I managed to get the XO cutter through. Yeah. So that's you had, good. You had that stowed away, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Not going to say where because I don't want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. It was up his butt. It was not up my butt. <laughs> that would have showed on metal. It was, your, it was in your prison wallet. That would have showed on metal detectors, <laughs> my prison wallet. Oh, my God. You know, I saw a thing, a meme the other day, and it was talking about like women's underwear, like women's panties. And I guess there's like this little pocket thing that's like sewn into the like crotchal area of like some panties and i guess it's actually supposed to be for like some sort of a like cotton pad thing or something like that but a lot of women put you mean a feminine napkin a lot of women put money in it and so it's one of those that's also absorbent but the thing i mean i don't know if they wear it with the money in it but like you know in their underwear drawer they hide the money in it so it's one of those things guys if you're looking for your wife's stash of cash maybe check her underwear if you drawer. want to steal from your wife <laughs> i'm just saying uh, what maybe, is wrong with maybe you these check days? her underwear drawer <laughs> uh, so anyway so yeah nope so today we're just kind of chilling out went over to like i said ci and then after that we took an uber over here to ebor had our yep. sandwiches and here we sit yeah, so we're going to hit up all the shops up and down, uh, what, 7th? 7th Avenue. Yep. Yep. We're going to hit those up, and uh, hopefully, we, we did drive by the Fuente factory. We, we did. We saw that. Well, I don't know. It's not their factory. It's just their offices. Oh, their offices? Okay. Yes. Yes. It's just their offices there. And uh, no, but no, Sunday is the big um, cigar why we're her- here. heritage festival here in Ebor. Um and quite frankly, Jeff and I didn't realize just how big of an event this thing actually was. I found this by accident. And Nick was looking for a place to travel, and we were kicking around three or four ideas for his you know, his birthday, which just recently passed. It did. And 40 now, right? Yes. God, you're getting old. So I know there's I said, gray, we need to gray yeah, in the beard this is, there. Hey, give it another 12 years. So I said, you know what? We should go back down to Ebor. We loved it so much. Why not go back to Tampa? 
And I said, by the way, they have the Cigar Heritage Fest, which we thought was going to be like a little outside street well, yeah, market. Because like, the thing is, what I kind of anticipated when I heard the Ybor City Cigar Heritage Festival was I figured it was all the vendors here yeah. along 7th, you know, and whatnot. And then Fuente and Newman, because yeah. Fuente and Newman have sponsored it, you know, sponsors yeah. and everything. And they have a big presence here. And so I kind of figured, you know, it'd be that. Well, no. Then, like, the day before we leave, I see the list of vendors and it's. It's like everybody. I There's mean, like 64, 65 vendors. Exactly. Crazy. There's tons and tons of vendors yeah. at this thing. And we've been, I've been getting messages from various people um, saying that they're coming down here for this thing. I mean, guys, you have no idea. We're going to be bumping into a lot of you yeah. You know, at this event. It's really kind of crazy to, to think about. So, yeah, yeah no, we've got, we've got a full agenda for Sunday. Yeah, um, we yeah, we do. You know, Friday and Saturday, not so much. I think at least one of those days we'll end up at the beach. We're hitting the beach. Um, I brought my speedo. Dear God, you're gonna traumatize more children this time. <laughs> I forgot the Santa hat though. No, oh, thank God. You know what? Yeah, Santa's got to have his beach day now and then. I'm enjoying this fun day. Well, I'm enjoying this diamond crown. Well, that's good. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. <laughs> have to do it it's just <laughs> i just kiss up to garofalo anymore it's not even that it's more that i'm never mind i just i, I i'm i'm always amused by some of those anyway <laughs> oh god no. so oh god what are you ratting yesterday me out for or what am i ratting you out i'm gonna rat myself out for a second i'm i'm gonna go through what happened yesterday that led up to us getting on the plane <laughs> we start there okay that's good because yeah no so that's first good. of all I leave my house with what should be enough time to get to Nick's by the drop dead date that he or time that he told me, and he was late. Now, what I didn't take into account is I was leaving at the same time the schools got out, so I literally ended up getting behind two different school buses two that were making buses. drops. Yeah, and I finally get around the second school bus. And I'm like, okay, I'm home free. I'm out in the country, and then I got behind this giant electric bucket truck that was going <laughs> 30 miles an hour. <sighs> so, needless to say. We started the trip eight minutes late. Now, that's all it was, was eight minutes, but still eight minutes late, But and he has not forgiven me Well, no, yet. but the thing about that eight minutes is it put us then into the early stages of St. Louis rush hour traffic. It's true. It, it was a the dominoes fell. It, that's exactly it. Yeah. Dominoes fell. Yeah. And so there we were. Yeah. But um, TSA was really quick to get through, oh, I will point out. There was no one at the airport. There was nobody there. It was it was like back when we flew last year when COVID Not was hot and heavy. Quite. It was, dude. I didn't have. I walked up. I handed my boarding well, pass okay, and my let, license, and I walked right into the checkpoint. Okay, let's put it this way. TSA was similar to yeah. last year when we flew when COVID was hot and heavy. The plane yes. rise itself was not. That's true, but we'll get to that in a second because I have to talk about our dinner experience at the St. Louis airport. Mm-hmm. Now, let me start off by saying I'm not going to tell you the name of the company. Um, the restaurant that we went to. Because, <sighs> anyway, I worked there Pasta before. House. Anyway, sorry, I've got this weird cough. You, this you better now? You better now? No, this Fuente is giving me a really weird cough. I just keep coughing. And so, it's, just, it's hard to control. I worked there, and I know how good a quality the food is, okay? I know how good the service is and everything. Well, we're at the airport, and you're you're going to make some allowances for that. Pasta House is great. I love it's Pasta right. House. I love Pasta House. It's so, all right. It's the Pasta House it, Company, it's the it's, way to go. It's Italian, not Italian. It's Italian. Oh, my God. Yeah, tell that to the people that own it. They'll, you, 
end up in a barrel somewhere. I mean, I'm just saying. So it's, it's better than Olive Garden and Fazoli's. But, oh, you much. know, you can go to the hill and find like I don't well, know. Yeah, a but lot. you're also gonna pay well, you thirty or forty bucks. Thirty or forty bucks a plate. He's like leaning on the table I, and like, like jiggling the table and everything. And, yeah, you're jiggling so, the camera. You're doing all kinds. Of, it's like, dude, I get. I ordered just a plate of spaghetti, standard spaghetti bolognese. It comes out, and I start eating it. And I realize about two-thirds of the way through it that the bottom is just, like, what, a quarter inch of oil or better. It was grease. In the bottom of it the bowl. It was straight up just grease yes. and oil, and it was disgusting. And I took a picture, which I'll, if I remember, I'll post to he, he the Instagram did. with this. And I, I, find, I dug out all the noodles and kind of tilted the bowl so the grease ran to one side. But it was still, it got gross at the end. And I finally said something but, to the waitress. But, 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 let's but I point, ate it. No, let's point out. You're at the point. You're tilting the bowl to to cause the grease to run to one side of the bowl, and then you're taking your fork and you're fishing the like last remaining noodle and the little chunks of beef and whatnot out of said grease and eating that. I did, and I'm like, why are you doing that? That's disgusting. (laughs) In hindsight, probably not the best idea. Disgusting. Right before you get on a two and a half hour plane. Oh, dude. I mean, I was fully. Well, I'm not going to say finish that sentence because I want to like. You thought I was going to defile the bathroom? Oh, I thought you were going to complete. I can't. Okay, I can say this now. I couldn't say this at the airport because I probably would have ended up having a long conversation with TSA. <laughs> I thought you were going to bomb the hell out of that bathroom. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, I can't say that at the airport. But Sweet like, Jeebus. I really seriously thought you were going to drop a huge bomb in that bathroom. And let me tell oh, you. Oh, dude, they'd have called the hazmat team first of at all, the airport. Yeah. First of all, I'm not convinced that you could have sat down and shut the door of that airport la- or airplane lavatory. Well, I sure wasn't going to be able to get up in that little bitty sink and bidet. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I mean, no, no, it would have been a thing. And second of all, I mean, there's no way that the entire plane would have smelt that. Oh, no, it would have permeated. I mean, we would have all died. That, I'm not going to lie. They probably would have had to strip that plane down to the metal and rebuild it. Rebuild it. Yeah, because yeah. it was going to leach into all of the God, surfaces. It was. It would have been bad. So, I eat the spaghetti. I, com- I complain about it to the waitress. She, you know, I'm sorry. You know, it doesn't really do anything. Well, then the manager comes out and says, how was everything? I said, well, okay. I used to work here, not not at that one, but at the pasta house. And I said, here, here's my issue. And she goes, oh, my God, that was you. And I said, yeah. And she goes, I saw it back there. She said, we're going we're gonna to comp you on that on the bill. So Which they took good. it off, and they were very nice because about it. Because that was a $17 bowl of spaghetti, but so that's I've, good. I've worked at the pasta house, and in all of the years that I've, the couple, you know, the year or two that I worked there, um, and all of the time I've eaten there since, because it's one of the cleanest kitchens you'll find, at least in St. Louis. I've never seen that. Super, I've ordered that spaghetti. Super smooth retro hail. 300 on the, times. Uh, on the Fuente Reserva Don Carlos, by the way. Okay. Really super and smooth. And it was one of those things where I have no idea where all that grease came from. I don't know what Dude, led to that. That's it was not the, how it's made. It was the bottom of the pot, and they just gave you the remnants of the sauce, or... My the, theory or it, is, or it was sitting for a long time, and the 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 oil and whatnot separated. from the beef had separated, and they didn't stir it before they like served it. Yeah, and so you got a heaping helping of the top of the pot. Grease now the other thing it might have been or something. The cook might have taken and not had enough of the the spaghetti sauce left, and tried to cut it with some olive oil or something. But whatever That's it was, a horrible decision to make. Yes, though. it was not good and. They were kind enough and comp the bill, so I don't want to trash the pasta house. I love the pasta house. If you've never been there and you're in St. Louis, try it. The salads are outstanding. I had this sausage pizza, and it was the most bland pizza I've ever had in my life. 
you got to make allowances for the airport. It's never going to be as good as the actual restaurant. You tried my pizza. How was my pizza? Oh, it was horrible. But the pizza at Pasta House <laughs> restaurants is really, really good, and I'm a big fan. Okay. So, anyway. anyway. So, yeah. So, I'm sitting. So, then we get to the plane. All right. Now, this is my fault. We flew Southwest, and if anybody flies Southwest, you know you have Smooth to check retro in. Smooth retrohale on the uh, Diamond Crown, you by the way, as well. You have to check in 24 hours in advance in order to secure your boarding group. Or, or in our case, two hours in advance. Uh, I didn't do it two hours in advance. I did it two hours later than 24 hours. I did it, ah. 20, I did it 22 hours in advance. Okay. And by doing it 22 hours in advance, yeah, we ended up in the C boarding group, which means we were in the last boarding group. The, the problem with that was there were 18 empty seats on this flight, but they were all middle. They were all the bitch seat. And you should have seen the look of horror on everyone's face when we turn out of the yeah. jetway and come into the plane. Everybody right as the pilot says, hey, guys, there's 18 seats left. Just pick one and go. Yeah. Nothing but middle seats left. And everybody looks at the two of us and they're yeah. like. Oh, shit, here comes creosote, you know? <laughs> and some of you might get that reference, actually. But um, we ended up anyway. running people out of their seats because when we said, hey, we need to sit there, they got up and went somewhere yeah. else with other people. Like, there was musical chairs going on. Well, you know what it was. We each ended up with a no. seat empty next to us. Here's, it worked out great. Here's what it was. People were being shitty is what it uh -huh. was. Like the guy, they were, they the, were the guy that was, that was sitting next to me. His girlfriend was across the way. She had a whole aisle, and he had a whole aisle. Yeah. And then what happened was, when I asked if the window seat was free in his aisle, suddenly he can magically move and sit next to his girlfriend. Yeah. And so then I sat down at the window. Well, this other dude that was behind me, he took the aisle, and then we had the empty seat in between us. It worked out great. Yep. You were sitting. You asked about sitting next to this what man and a and a little girl. It was it was a young guy and a young woman. I don't. I think they were probably brother and sister because it looked like they were flying with her parents. She got up and went across the aisle, sat with her parents. He stayed on the aisle seat, and I had the window seat. See, so I ended up with a seat empty next to me. It was golden. So yeah. So because the beauty of that for a fat guy is you can raise that little uh, armrest armrest up, and now you've got room to spread out. In other words, it's like your own you, little oversized love seat. What you just admitted is that you should have bought two plane seats because you spill over into the second one. Again, the pot calling the kettle fat. Anyway. I mean, I did you leave your armrest down? Yeah, you should try it up. It's great. No, I left it down. But anyway, so don't there was spillover. Flight was pretty easy. With the exception of the children sitting two rows in front of me. Oh, my who, God. during landing, proceeded to just start screaming at the top of their lungs, oh, my God, we're going to crash, and just start <laughs> screaming. And what people in the audience may not realize is Nick has a real thing about takeoffs and landings. And their parents were sitting directly behind him and doing absolutely nothing. And I often, when we're sitting next to each other, I was a row behind him at this point. But when we're sitting next to each other, I usually lean over as we're getting ready to land, and you can hear the flaps, and we're starting to slow down. You hear the, you know, the wheels drop out of the bottom of the plane and lock in. And I lean over to Nick, and I said, "This is usually when it happens." Yeah, he's Dick. not a fan of that. No, I'm not a fan of that. But anyway, so it was, but it was an all right flight. I yeah. mean, it was a quick flight. We got off the airplane. All was well. What were we? Maybe maybe two and a half hours, if that. I it slept was, part of it. No, nah, it was less than two hours. Yeah. Dude. So yeah, it wasn't it long was, at all. I mean, we landed early. We landed like 20 minutes early. Oh, did we? I didn't yeah. realize that. So, you know, so it was a quick flight. I am. We hit some turbulence, which yeah. I hadn't done in a long time on a flight. Hit it two different times. 
And I want to say I'm still shocked to this moment that at no point did you get up and take a shit in the lavatory. No. Or I'd also like to point out Jeff didn't carpet bomb the plane either. Like, no, I kept waiting for something to waft forward. I sincerely thought the grease was going to hit you. Now, let me ask, though. It made it all the way to the hotel room. Well, yeah, you bombed me in the I, hotel room. I did. I knew. But like, I laid down on the bed, and, just and I guess there was a load shift inside. He just started farting oh, like, oh, until man. he saw angels. Yeah, but, it was gold. But like, and this is where this is the only time I'm going to ask this, and I'm sure all the listeners love that I'm asking it now. But like, I don't remember you escaping away to go and take a shit at any point. I'm still carrying the load. Dear God, that's what I was afraid of. Still processing. Oh God. Anyway. All right, well, moving on. I looked at that spaghetti and I said, I'm going to turn you into poop. <laughs> so, then today, we go and have breakfast. Mm-hmm. We get back to the room. In the hotel, and it was great. In the great. hotel. It was great. It was really good. So, we get back to the room, and I'm telling it. I'm, I'm saying, all right, we got to get ready. We got to get going, you know. So, I'm going to go shower. Jeff lays down and i don't know why i lay down like in separate beds mind you there's two beds well yeah i mean that goes without saying uh, well does it though it I should just, it should but i want it very much noted for the record two beds anyway so i'm laying down for a minute and you're flipping through tv and you come across the 2011 nobody gave a shit about it rom-com um Take Me Home Tonight, starring Topher Grace. Star-Lord was in it. And you just get engrossed in this freaking movie. And so it there dawned, were There were boobies. And it dawns on me at one point that, like, we're both laying down in separate beds in a hotel room watching a rom-com. <laughs> and I looked at you and I said, Jeff, this is the gayest thing we've ever done. It's not the first time that's happened to me. Yeah, I know. You had to call your friend Dave, I who, called, yeah. who we've had on the show. And I found out that you're just hitting up your old bag of tricks. Yeah. You're pulling out all the old moves <laughs> because you did this to him. About 10 years ago, in a hotel room in Fairview Heights, Illinois, we were literally going out. I apologize, guys. We were literally going out to a strip club. Are and you we, apologizing? We strip club. sat be, down. Be a man and own it. Well, we sat down. Because some people may not be into that, and I don't want to offend. So. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not into it. They weren't going. But anyway. True, true. All right. Well, anyway. they, they may think less of me now, but anyway. I don't think anybody that listens to the show with any regularity can think any less of you. Anyway. It's hurtful. <laughs> anyway. So we ended up sitting there, and we were kind of just dicking around, kind of killing a little time. Because, you know, who wants to get to the strip club at like 7.30 in the evening? Yeah, that's when you're still seeing the B squad that worked the day shift. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So that be it's like going in there on a Tuesday at like you know eleven thirty and you don't night. want that yeah for lunch well and you don't want to be so early when the night shift is there either because then they pick you out like when you're there at like three in the morning like that dude's been here since mm-hmm. seven o'clock oh they night. remember your ass yeah so we're killing a little time and the next thing you know we've gotten engrossed in Titanic dear God and it finally clicked with us that if we were going to keep our man cards we had to get up and get to the strip club yep yep. So, yeah, so that's how that went down. So, anyway. Yeah. Good times. So, so once we once we rallied, you know, yeah. we got going. Yep, we got up, got moving. Um, like you said, headed over to the CI store. 
grabbed a couple of essentials. Um, I got a couple of cigars, you know. Well, just yeah, some I stuff mean, that look, I can't find other I was places. Say, it's a cigar shop. You all every time you go to a cigar shop in another area, you always look to see if you can find stuff that you can't find elsewhere. Yep. And I did. I found a few things. I actually found they still had some of the uh, Perdomo Champagne Noir. They did, and they was, don't even make those anymore. Which is the precursor to the uh, Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro, yeah. the Blue Band one. And um, so I bought a couple of those. Um, there was a Caldwell that I picked up. I picked up uh, one cigar that I'm actually going to be uh, talking about in the three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so I got that coming up. And couple others? I don't know. I, I picked up six. I can't yeah. remember I what got, they were. I got a bottle of Zycar and a uh, $3 cutter. Oh, and so. there was that. Uh, I picked up uh, this little gift pack. It's a Drew Estate Herrera Esteli gift pack. It was five five of the Herrera Esteli Habano cigars, but it came with a lighter. And so then that way. That's you my know, bonus lighter. Now we, now we have an extra lighter. I um, want to point out on those cigars, you can really taste the Esteli. Well, what's nice, though, there were five in that pack plus the lighter, and it was only 47 bucks. Yeah. There was so, a, like, there, there was know, a gift pack it, there. It was a decent deal that I wanted to buy. Yeah, he did. I he didn't was, buy it. He was eyeing this gift pack because it had a really nice knife. It in had it. a really cool knife, but it was Gurkha. And that would and to meant, get the Gurkha knife, I had to buy the Gurkha cigars. So you let the Gurkha knife go. Yeah, I really wanted that knife. I don't blame you. That knife looked good, but it probably would have broken in about three days. No, that's just it. <laughs> their swag, their boxes, their marketing is really good. Mm-hmm. I'll just let that go. But their cigars are dookie. See, I was letting it go. I wasn't. I don't shit on brands. The only brand I'll shit on is Gurkha. Because I have never smoked a good Gurkha. No, no. We did that one on the show, The Ghost. And yeah. even that one, I would say, Solid C. It was it was smokable. So, solid C. It was smokable, yeah. but it wasn't one that I'm like ever going to go back to. Fair enough. So, Solid C. Anyway, going for the tea instead of the coffee there? Yes. I've been liking the Cafe Con Leche. The Con Leche is good. They make it good down here. Yeah, they do. You know, it's not the same in St. Louis. No. No, you, it is you get not. get it in St. Louis, it's just not the same. You know, it's Down weird. here, it's super nice and sweet. There are different places that have things like that, like New Orleans. You know, if you go get a, a beignets and coffee down there, beignets and coffee don't taste the same anywhere else. Coffee Con Leche doesn't taste the same other places I've been than here. Well, the bread in New Orleans, there's something about the bread in New Orleans. It's the it's, water. Well, it's the water and the, uh, oh, the uh, dew point. The, uh, what oh, am I looking at? Environment. Hydration The in the air. Humidity. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's so got yeah. something to do with how the bread rises. And yes, it does have a well, completely different So the taste. Cafe Con Leche and the plantain chips. They serve oh, you plantain. Love those. Dude, they serve them as the side here instead of like fries and stuff or like lays, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And like, I don't know what it is about the plantain chips here. They're so much better than they are at home. Yeah. Like, I'll buy plantain chips and he won't even eat them. Yeah, I will. Well, not like you do here. Well, no, here they're you just You love good. these things, they're yeah. Good. We got to figure out a way that we can get you like a big to go bag of them to I, take back. I don't need a case. I'll just smuggle, like, send a ship a case back. There you go. Do you take, it to the, take it to the post office. I mean, if it could. fits, it ships. We'll just jam them in there. There you go. Wow. You know, more are going to fit if we powder them down to like a flour. I don't want to do that. That's counterproductive to the chip, men, you know, kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Nope. We have an issue. Oh. Uh-oh. That battery is low. Okay. There we go. Is that going to okay. be a problem? This might be a problem. This so. might be a problem. All right. Well. The this, YouTube might get cut short. This episode might get sped up. 
ever so slightly here. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so guys, um, that's the deal. We're down in Tampa, and we're doing the Cigar Heritage Festival. It's and, exciting. Um, I'm jazzed about this. You know, it's, we're having a good time. It's just such a cool feel to be down here. It is. You know, like we're it. sitting at the hotel last night. We're smoking cigars. I had a Yagua. I think you did, too. We both had a Yagua. We did. We did. And I took a picture of the palm trees with my cigar, and it was just so nice. So nice. Guess what, motherfucker? Well, with that, it's time that we go ahead and jump into three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the cigars that we're smoking right now. Yep. I have my Fuente Reserva Don Carlos Presidente. I'm about halfway through it. Super good. Nice and smooth and mellow cigar. Yep. Um, kind of a little bit of an earthy taste and flavor to it. Yeah. You know, the retro hail is smooth. I mean, I like it. It's I'm doing set. the Diamond Crown number five, which I already showed you once. And it's in the natural, and I'm really enjoying it. It's a really nice, smooth cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this. i got to take my band off now. Oh, yeah, you're getting down to it. I am. So, okay, so let's get into the three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. My first one okay. is, oh, sounds like a humidifier or something, or a fan. or Oh, or no, that's the coffee thing. Yes. Okay, anyway. They're so frothing. Here. They're frothing. Uh, my first cigar is one that I smoked just earlier today, and it is the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary cigar. Holy you cow. You like that. That was good. It was kind of a that kick had in the cigar, a though. a lot of flavor to it. It had a lot of body to it. It was a stronger cigar. The retrohale in that thing gave me, like, you know, yeah. like, I was dizzy for a split second. I mean, it was a good cigar. I really enjoyed that. Yep. I mean, price on it, you know, it was 15 16 bucks, but, I mean, it, it was worth it. It yep. was a good cigar. Now, I did the uh, Yagua. Had that last night, and I love that cigar. Absolutely love that cigar. I keep hearing they may come out with another round of them this year. I can't wait. I hope they do. I need to get a box really, really bad. Anyway, that's if you act- haven't tried it, guys, you got to track that thing well, down. And that's actually my second cigar Okay, is, is that we had it. It was the first one that we had when we got down here. It was one that, for whatever reason, you and I both had one. We and did. And it seemed appropriate for the for the situation. Yep. So, no, uh, the, the Yagua by uh, J.C. Newman, I mean... Smoked wonderfully. Now too. I've heard they have some over at the factory for sale. Well, we'll if have that's to, the case, I'm going to grab we'll a box to while we're there. On over to the factory exactly. and see if they have them. Well, you're hoping they have a box. Yes, they may just have singles for sale. Yep. But you know, so as we, you get, as we speed this up a little bit because we're going to lose our video soon. Um, I also had the uh, it was a Perdomo, um, the factory tour blend. I'm running out of those you quickly because those are going away, and I'm really depressed because it's a great cigar. And I know I've talked about it at Nauseam on here. It's incredible cigar. If you can find it, grab them while you can get them. There you go. And then my last cigar is one that I had on my birthday. The one and only cigar I had on my birthday. Okay. And uh, it was the Davidoff Late Hour. Ooh, haven't, you went up a notch. I haven't smoked that in a very long time. It was actually the first cigar that you and I had on the show. Have you had it since then? Um, No. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So that, that's over two years. It's been... Two years since I've had that cigar, and uh, man, there's you look Davidoff. Look, they make great cigars, great cigars. Yep, they're usually all pretty too mild for my palate. Yeah, like to get just you a, always say that they they are they're just too mild for my palate. But there's two Davidoffs that just hit me just so well, and the one is the Davidoff Nicaragua, the with the little kind of golden orange band on it. Yep. But the other is that late hour. That late hour has got 
um, a nice bit of background spice to it and coffee and, and everything. And man, it just it that retro hail hits yep. you, and it's like no, it's it's a the late hour is a fantastic smoke, and I really enjoyed it. On my my, my third and final, uh, and again we sped through this a little bit, but you know there's a reason. Uh, my third and final, we uh, I dug a Caldwell out of my humidor that I found. And it was the Blind Man's Bluff and had a really good smoke. I like cold cigars. The, they had the 2021 edition of the Blind Man's Bluff. I grabbed over. one. Oh, okay, yep, okay. I've got it. I, I have one more now to smoke So because well, I, I did get one. There you go. Well, very cool. There you go. Well, we don't have another Broccoli Rob segment for this week. Soon. He'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. And I think the, whole, I think the plan for him is to transition from doing just cigar reviews but to also add um, back to our listener ideas, the liquor pairings yep. as well. So it's going to start being the final third Friday um, cigar and uh, liquor pairing. Yep. So be a great segment. Yeah, I mean, so once we get that kind of all figured so it, out, it's growing, you know, evolving. Yeah, it is. It is, and soon to be brought to you by the Final Third Cigar Lounge. I mean, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. There, broccoli, Rob. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like you got to promote your place. So hey, why not? Our man Brock, I can't wait for it to open. I'm so I know, excited. I know. He's doing so good over there. I know he's he was supposed to come down with us and um He's got you know, too many shipments and things coming well, in. Yeah. That's exactly it. You know, a few things transpired to where he uh he uh had to had to stick around the home base this week. Otherwise he'd be right here. Right there. Yep. And it'd be really awkward at that point. <laughs> I mean like he's sitting on each other's laps. He'd be it'd be really awkward having him there. Your knee touching my thigh is bothersome. It's Barely touching. Barely's enough. Barely. Anyway. It's um, like just the tip, just to see how it feels. Dear God. Anyway, so no, so guys, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode because, well, quite frankly. We're going to go party. It's the very beginning of our trip, mm-hmm. and, you know, we just kind of, we don't really have a whole lot going on right now, but uh, let me tell you, Tuesday's episode, yes, there's going to be a lot yes. because... There's a lot of people rolling into town. That actually may not be till Friday, depending on how we time these out. Because we've got your buddy Carl coming into town. I you think know, that's that, going to be Tuesday. That's actually yep. very true, given the fact that, yeah, we may have to wait and see. So Friday so, may actually be the Heritage I don't know. We'll episode. see. Either Tuesday or Friday next week. It all depends on... Either way, they're both going to be from the trip. It depends on a lot of things. But the point remains that there's a lot of people rolling into town that we have every intention of meeting up with and talking to. Yep. There's a lot of manufacturers coming to the Cigar Heritage Festival that we have every intention Many more than we expected. of talking to. And Now, that being said, that is going to move around our buddy uh, Nick over at My Monthly Cigars episodes this month. So bear with us. We will get those four in. It'll just be later in the month. And Nick, as I bring that up, what is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. We get the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. However, if you don't want eight cigars, you can get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. And the only difference is the El Presidente is two of everything that's in the Robusto box. So it's good for us because we, you know, obviously each smoke one and talk about it. But if you want one to share with a friend or just, you know, maybe you want to smoke two of the same one to see if you like it, you know. Yeah, just hoard it. You can do that. And Um, um, both are covered by the MSRP guarantee, stating that the value of the cigars is going to guarantee to equal or better than the price of the box. Yep. And then if you use Offerco Pulpit. P-U-L-P-I-T. Gets free shipping on the first box. 
as well as any items in Nick's online store, which now, now available on MyMonthlyCigars.com. It's official. Is the Daily Press from Fucking Good Coffee. Yep. That would be the official coffee of the Cigar Pulpit. You can now go to either MyMonthlyCigars.com or FuckingGoodCoffee.com yep. and get your Daily Press coffee. And you're going to want to do that. Now, the other thing I want to talk, point out, okay, as we're coming into the Christmas season here, Fucking Good Coffee just announced today candy cane coffee. I saw that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about the. It's not going to. It's not going to ring my bell because yeah. I mean, realistically, but some people are into it. I am not a coffee. I mean, coffee is a very new taste for me. Candy cane is definitely an old taste yeah. that I'm not a big fan of. But a lot of people love mint. A lot of people love candy canes. Guys, if you're one of those people, and or dive may, in, or maybe you know somebody who is, and you want to like get a good Christmas gift, candy cane coffee. But if you don't like the candy cane coffee. Pick up some Daily Press. It's good shit. There you go. Uh, Nick, how do folks reach out to us on the socials as we're about to lose our battery on the video? We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. Uh, maybe. And uh, we're also on Facebook Ish. where we have The Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. We are on Twitter, YouTube, YouTube. And yeah. guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. We only have like two right now. So call the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero. There you go. Yep, uh, Nick. So, final thoughts on the cigars, real quick. Again, I am, you're doing the Fuente. I am really enjoying this Arturo Fuente Reserva Don Carlos, uh, the uh, Presidente size. I'm loving it. It's a nice, good, smooth, easy cigar, um, which I kind of like because since we're going to be smoking so many of them, yes, I don't want a palate bomb like right off the bat. So, I'm happy with this choice. And again, I'm doing the. Diamond Crown by J.C. Newman, and we're doing both of those in honor of us being here in Ybor City because their head Fuente's headquarters is here. The Newmans have a factory here. Yep, we're doing it in honor of them. So you can see the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Anyway, all right. Well, anyway, guys, I know this is a short one, but you know what? It's what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> go buy some coffee so we can make some money. There you go. Anyway, whatever. No, we're going to get back to the trip, but guys, seriously, thank you so much, yep. and uh, we lots will... Lots of good stuff to come in the next couple lots episodes. Lots of stuff to come, precisely. We're going to stare it out now, guys. There you go. So, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Uncomfortably close. Like close enough for you. This is uncomfortably Tray-Mac. close. Damn it, Trey Mac. Look at what you made me do. Look at what you made me do. Anyway. So, Jeff, you want to take this shit back to the hotel and uh, go have some fun? Let's do that. We're going to partay. Not at the hotel. We'll go somewhere else. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, I mean we'll the, the hotel is a nice place, but I don't want to make it sound nope. like I'm it's taking a home you base. back to the room to have fun because that just implied things. Why do you and always I don't make it weird? Things. I'm not making anything weird. I just want We're just friends, no, Nick, and I've pointed that out many times. I have to clarify this shit. God. I have to clarify this shit because you make things weird. 
you are the one that keeps implying all sorts of things. And I just the, want the I biggest, have to clarify to the listeners. The biggest problem Nick has is, and I understand it, it's hard to be friends with someone you have feelings for. God damn it. I don't have any feelings for you. 